If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. California will lift the requirement of a negative COVID-19 test in a vaccination card for indoor mega events beginning on April 1st. So this announcement comes after indoor mask mandates were lifted last month. State health officials say operators of major indoor events will still be encouraged to screen guests because of the threat of COVID-19. There will also be zero enforcement on physical social distancing and capacity limitations. Just another sign that our world is returning back to normal. So something that's not normal is the gas prices we are experiencing. As gas prices remain at all-time highs, the cost of doing business continues to go up. So Instacart has announced a new temporary surcharge to offset fuel prices. So the money will go to the company's driver shoppers. The fee will be 40 cents per grocery order and the charge will go into effect over the next month. Companies like Uber and Lyft have also added temporary surcharges to offset the cost of gas. Now, I think this is great as a lot of people are doing Instacart, DoorDash, all that stuff. I think they do deserve a little extra money because it costs more to drive. Exactly. Costs more to drive, costs more to do everything these days. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dolly Parton is actually returning to the big screen. Jolene, 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 Jolene. In the movie... That she's going to be in is actually based on the novel she co-wrote with James Patterson. It's called Run, Rose, Run. Uh, the two are teaming up with Reese Witherspoon's Hello Sunshine Company to produce it. So Run, Rose, Run, which was published earlier this month, follows a young woman who makes her way to Nashville in order to become a country music star. However, her dreams are threatened by a secret she's desperately trying to hide. Uh, it's pretty intense novel, so you definitely want to read it. And of course you want to read it because Dolly Parton co-wrote it. Amber and You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. What meal reminds you of home? Just eat it. Just eat it. Eat it. Just eat it. Eat it. Just eat it. So I got home yesterday and my girlfriend made dinner and she called me and she, you know, I sat down, sat at the table and everything. She put the plate down in front of me and I went, Beef stroganoff? No way. I used to eat this all the time when I was a kid. You sound like a kid. Beef I know. stroganoff? No way. Wow. <laughs> wicked. <laughs> I and love I, this. That's how excited Yay. I am. It reminds me of home. It automatically transports me to being like nine years old when I eat beef stroganoff because I had it all the time when I was a kid. And I took a bite out of, out of it and it tasted just like childhood to me. Mm. And apparently my girlfriend did something really sweet. She called my mom and asked for her, you know, what was a meal that I ate all the time because I've been missing home lately. And my mom told did her. Did she really? Yeah. That's so nice. And so I didn't know about any of this. And so, uh, yeah, now she has my mom's beef stroganoff recipe, which reminds me very, very distinctly of my childhood. Oh my gosh, my dad used to make the hamburger helper version of it. Yeah. Which is super easy to make. <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no recipe to that. It's just add milk. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't see what the recipe was, so it very well could have been the hamburger helper. I, I would have no idea. I got to be honest with you. It's pretty good. The yeah. hamburger helper version of beef stroganoff is pretty good. Don't knock it. I'll have to try it out. Amber, what's a meal that reminds you of home? 
Um, fried chicken, basically. Anything fried reminds me of home. <laughs> yeah. Um, but specifically the fried chicken and the fried okra from Sweet Teas in Windsor. Every time I eat it up, it makes me think of the shrimp boat. Yeah. Boat. It was called the shrimp boat, but they had fried chicken. And, and, you know, that makes me think of my hometown. It's really cool that you can go to a restaurant here in Sonoma County that reminds you of home. I'm really lucky to have places like Sweet Teas and Blue Ridge Kitchen that serve, yeah. you know, Southern food. If anyone knows a good restaurant that has beef stroganoff, <laughs> it is up on Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. It's Cammie's Kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929, people are sharing food that reminds them of home and their upbringing. Uh, Cadence from Santa Rosa says, my mom used to make an amazing beef stew. I've tried and failed at making over the years. Cherry from Petaluma said, cauliflower cheese. So apparently you make cauliflower and you bake cheese into it. This doesn't sound bad. Yeah. Anything with cheese on it sounds good. <laughs> Alice from uh, Rona Park says, pot of spaghetti. Amber and Tanner in the morning. So it's time to open an excerpt from Amber's Dream Journal. Um, so this excerpt says, March 2022, 2022, uh, <clears throat> zombie apocalypse and cruise ships. So basically last night, I dreamt that I was trying to survive a zombie apocalypse. Everyone was turning into zombies and it was as easy as catching a cold. Jeez. Yeah, so uh, I was trying to escape and sanitize my area. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I was escaping on this giant cruise ship. It was very empty. And me and people were trying to make our way to Alaska because apparently there weren't zombies in Alaska. Or we were trying to find a place where there weren't zombies. <laughs> Which maybe is crazy. because there's a lot less people in Alaska, you can a hide lot, out in the woods. Maybe a lot less people, but I feel like I could catch a cold in Alaska. Probably. Um, but I woke up and was like, oh, that was so scary, and it felt so real. The zombies were everywhere. Oh, I bet. Um, so I don't really know what it means. Um, we're going to try to analyze this zombie apocalypse slash cruise ship dream on the show right now. So I put some new batteries in my Radio Shack dream interpreter okay the lights flickering and this is what your dream means to dream of a world zombie epidemic indicates troubles to dream of the world changing adversely in life indicates a feeling of loss of control in your waking life consider areas of your own life that are out of control dreams about the end of the world occur when people that are going through a stressful period in life or undertaking many different transformations. Interesting. I thought it was maybe because A, we're in the middle of a pandemic. That's true. And people are like, you know, going through that. And also, I was sick this past week. So maybe that had something to do with it. That makes sense. Maybe I, you you're know, worried about making other people sick. That could be it. Wake up. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. So bald Major League Baseball players are getting sunburnt because of their new team hats. Apparently the new hats allow the sun to go through 
And that's a nightmare because having your scalp burned is the absolute worst, even if you do have hair. Gotta gotta lather some sunscreen on that shiny head. (laughs) That's just what needs to happen. I imagine, though, being a baseball player, you wouldn't imagine wearing a hat where sun can come through and burn your head. No. No, that that seems very strange. They need to fix that. (laughs) Immediately. Amber, have you ever had to deal with a horrible sunburn before? Yes, when I was in the third grade, uh, my family and I spent a lot of time on the lake, on the water, because it's very hot where I'm from. It's very hot in Georgia. And I forgot to apply sunscreen to the top of my legs. So my thighs, just my top thighs, got so sunburned that I had to miss school the next day. Dang. It was pretty painful. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that sounds awful. It was not fun. My worst sunburn happened when I was 16 years old. I was at football camp in Wenatchee, Washington, and it was like 100 degrees every single day, and I had the worst farmer's tan on planet Earth just because we're out playing football all day. And I remember when I got home, I couldn't even move my arms. Yeah, That's how bad it hurt. Yeah, you just basically bathe in aloe. You just pour it in the tub yeah. and get in there. And I also wore gloves, so I just looked super weird. <laughs> uh, Rachel from Runner Park, when did you get an epic sunburn? So my aunt gave me this emergency blanket for my car in case it broke down. When I was a teenager, I thought that would work as something that would help with sun with tanning yeah. while I laid out. And I ended up falling asleep on it. And when I woke up, I was literally cherry colored. (laughs) And I had to be in a play the the next week. So it was just really bad. (laughs) It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere. So pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. A Colorado school district is getting slammed by parents after the faculty announced that there will no longer be valedictorians. So the Cherry Creek School District sent a letter to families that read, The practices of class rank and valedictorian status are outdated and inconsistent with what we know and believe of our students. We believe that all students can learn at high levels and learning is not a competition. Now, of course, parents reacted pretty negatively to this, saying things like, it's not going to fix the stress we are seeing for other students, plus it's taking away from those who want to work towards it. Now, I'm going to have to agree. I personally don't think learning is a competition, nor should it be. I'm also very much against the idea of standardized testing. I think it puts a lot of pressure on students, and I don't think one test should determine whether or not you get into a college. And I, you know, I feel the same way about the valedictorian program. I mean, for example, I had two friends who fiercely fought over this honor at my school, and it ultimately ruined their friendship. And you know, I, not to say that I don't think kids should be honored for hard work. I, I think that's important, but I feel like a way of learning. I think school districts should reevaluate some of these things. So I'm going to have to agree with maybe looking into the valedictorian program and seeing what can be changed. But do you agree with the school's decision to cancel the valedictorian program? Is it unfair to reward some students for their achievements and not others? Uh, on the show right now, we have Melanie from Katality. Sorry, Melanie from Katality. What do you think? Do you agree with the school district's decision? 
I do not agree with the school's decision to cancel the valedictorian program. Okay. I think they should keep it in place to reward the students who have worked really hard and have like the highest GPA because I think that you know you reward the best athletes, you reward students in other areas and they, you know, still get awards. Okay, so do you think that having a valedictorian program will help students? I think overall it does help students because those who are motivated by the possibility of being a valedictorian, that will help them. But those who are motivated by maybe other types of awards like sports or um, you know, other areas, they're going to be motivated by, by that. So I think in that way, I think it will help students and, and it's a positive thing. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. The TV show Maury has been canceled after 31 seasons. So the show debuted back in 1991 as The Maury Povich Show. And Maury himself... He doesn't have another gig lined up. He's not going to do another show. He's retiring at a very young 83 years old. He's 83? He is 83 years old. I didn't even know that. I had no idea. I thought he was like in his 50s forever. Right? He looks great for being in his (laughs) 80s, by the way. So to honor him, we're going to play a game right now called Guess the Father. Amber, we're going to put you to the test right now and see if you can guess which one of these country stars are dads and which aren't. Because Maury is done, we're going to do this Maury style. So I'm going to name a star, and Amber, you tell me you are the father or you are not the father. Okay, perfect. We're going to start with Hardy. One beer turns into a cigarette burning into a two-beer bus. Oh, man. <laughs> you are the father. That is incorrect. Oh. You are not <laughs> I'm surprised. Right? He seems like someone that would be a great dad. Yeah, he's maybe he, someday. He's already got the look. <laughs> what about Jimmy Allen? I give you, my you are the father. That is correct. You are the father. Again, we're playing Guess the Father. Amber is guessing which country stars are dads. Next on the list, Matt Ramsey of Old Dominion. You gotta love. Like there's no such thing as a broken heart. You are not the father. That is oh, incorrect. What? Matt Ramsey is a father. You are the father. Really? Absolutely. How many kids does he have? He has two daughters. Oh. Yeah. Next on the list, Kenny Chesney. You are not the father. That is correct. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> and finally on the list. Thomas Rhett. Thomas. You are the father. That is correct. <laughs> you are the father. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. What are some weird food combinations that are actually really delicious? Uh, this weekend, Cole and I went to this place called Claypool Cellars in Sebastopol. And they have really interesting hot dogs there. They call them high-end wieners. Um, 
So I ordered one that had olives on it, and I was a little skeptical at first, but it's, I had this olive tempanade with like uh, seven grain mustard and then Parmesan cheese sprinkled on top. That is an interesting combination. I never thought it, there would be a hot dog with olives on it. It was so good. One of the most interesting but most delicious food combinations I've ever had. Yeah. And they had some pretty crazy hot dogs on that list. And I'm, I'm going to say that was probably the most normal one. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's why I went with it. I was like, okay, this one seems kind of normal. I can't but... believe that is the most normal thing on the menu. That's yeah. really fun. And if you don't like olives, you're probably not going to like that because it's very olive-y. Um, but Tanner, what's a weird food combination that you've had that seems kind of, you know, like out of this world, but is actually really delicious? Amber, you're probably going to laugh at me because I've definitely talked about this before. <clears throat> but when you go to McDonald's, you take a McDouble <laughs> and you put a McChicken in between the two patties. It's called a McDank and it is beautiful. That w- th- Okay, so for that one, I think it's not that it's weird. It's just that it sounds like you're going to have to have like heart surgery after. Oh, yeah. Like if, a, a triple bypass. If you eat it, you probably should take a shower afterwards, <laughs> at least. <laughs> well, we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. Um, what's a weird food combination that you like and you think is absolutely delicious? Melinda from Santa Rosa said apple slices and blue cheese dressing, especially from Mary's Pizza Shack. Okay, I could see that in a salad, maybe. Yeah, that works. Uh, With the other stuff mixed in. Uh, Chris from Roanert Park says peanut butter on a cheeseburger. I can't get behind that one. And (laughs) Danielle from Cloverdale said bean dip mixed with orange soda. Gotta be honest with you, there's some really weird ones on here. And then someone uh, like had the audacity to ask if I was pregnant. That's very untrue. Just want to clear up those rumors real quick. (laughs) But on the phone right now is David from Petaluma. David, what's a weird food combination that you really like? Started back in high school on accident, but uh, catch up with the chocolate chip cookie. Normally, yeah. I just put like a small spread with a butter knife on top, like mm-hmm. sugar frosting, basically. And nope. I don't know why, but I've always liked it since I <laughs> accidentally got some on my cookie in high school. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Thomas. Thomas works in an office and Barry Martindale is going to claim he is calling from HR. Hello. Hi, is this Thomas? Yeah, this is Thomas. Thomas, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling on behalf of your HR department at your work. Okay. Your boss uh, informed me that your productivity has been lacking at work. And so what we're going to do is enforce a coffee policy on you to increase your productivity. You're telling me that I have to drink more coffee? Is that what you're saying? Exactly, because the fact of the matter is, is Thomas, you suck at your job. No. What? You know what? I, I, I'm not interested in, in being under some kind of weird coffee mandate either. Like that, that, that is not what I signed up for when I uh, applied and was hired with a signing bonus for this position, mind you. Well, you're about to lose your position if you don't buckle up, Buttercup. And we need you to send two pictures of evidence of you with a cup of coffee every morning before 9.30 a.m. I drink the coffee I want to drink when I want to drink the coffee. And I'm not sending you or HR or anybody photos of me 
drinking coffee. This is ridiculous. Like, this is actually ridiculous, right? You, 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 are you hearing even what you're saying? You know what? I, you know what, uh, Barry? I don't appreciate this conversation. I don't appreciate the way that this has sort of come to be. And if, and if this is honestly what, what, what you know, the higher-ups think of my work, then, then y'all can just take this job and, 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 and do whatever you want with it. Because I'm, I'm stepping off of this. this. This is not worth it for me. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, okay, okay, okay. All right, I, I, I don't want to quit my job now. Uh, I, uh, so, so this is this is just a gag. This is just a, a, a joke. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at seven fifty-five for the neighbor dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy ninety-two point nine. A couple that I know and they do not want to be named got into a big argument about a phone screen protector. Okay. So this phone screen protector has a blackout screen. So essentially, when you're on it, pe- people can't peep over your shoulder and see what you're doing on your phone. It's like a privacy screen in a way. Okay, some people do want their privacy. They don't want strangers to read their text messages or who their texts are from. But this couple got into an argument because, you know, the girlfriend was like, well... Is it, are you hiding secrets from me? Why can't I see what you're doing on your phone? And the guy's like, well, I have nothing to hide. I just like this phone screen protector. Amber, do you think this is slightly suspicious? Or do you think there is a reason for a valid argument? Ooh. <sighs> I think that everyone should always express how they feel. And if she's uncomfortable with the screen protector for whatever reasons, that is definitely a discussion that they need to have. Right. Uh, there may be some underlying problems in the relationship that have caused this. Not a therapist, but... <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. If the problem came up, there's definitely some weird stuff going down with that relationship. But relationships should be based on trust and a phone screen protector that has blackout shouldn't be a source of tension. Well, I will say if he told her the truth and was just like, maybe it protects my phone from the sun. I like the way it looks. And he was honest with her. Then, yeah, maybe it's an unnecessary argument after that. He told her, I just don't want people looking at my phone when I'm on it. So that's did he did he say you can look through my phone if you want? I'm not sure. That's a great question. I feel like I might have to poke my head and say, hey, some unsolicited advice here. We really need to unfold this. (laughs) I'm invested now, so if we could get them in the studio. I'm just kidding. (laughs) What do you think? Give us a call right now. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. There's cats all around my apartment complex right now. And you're thinking, oh, a lot of people in my apartment complex own cats. That's not the case. There is some sort of stray cat gang that is ruling over my apartment complex. And I know that I've talked about this before, but I think it's getting worse. You think there's like a mafia like the Sopranos? They're multiplying. (laughs) Yes. There is some sort of mafia, some sort of gang-related activity going on with these cats. Who's the head boss? Everywhere. I'll show you some videos and you'll definitely be able to tell who the head boss is. But everywhere I tried to walk my dog, Remy, yesterday, there were cats. Turned one corner, there was like a gang of cats there just like staring at me. 
I was like, oh, okay, uh, fear for my life, so I'm going this way. And then I turned another corner, there was another cat. Turned another corner, there was another cat. We had nowhere to go. Some of these cats have collars and some don't. So Tanner, as a cat owner, please answer this question. Is it normal to let your cats just roam free? Yeah, absolutely. There are indoor, outdoor cats. And there used to be one at my old apartment complex. Very sweet cat. Uh, But yeah, I mean, cats collect in neighborhoods. They have turf wars. Um, They say the west side of this complex is ours. So you better back off. I don't know if it's a turf war as much as they're just like absolutely controlling the whole place. <laughs> but I thought it was, you know, I thought all cats should live indoors. I thought it was dangerous for cats to live outside. You know, I've, I've never really, I've always been a dog owner. Yeah. But I can tell you they're wreaking havoc because they're, they're mean to Remy and some of them are mean to me. I'm like, what? You're, I can't even exist. I how can't ma- even exist. Out of curiosity, how many cats we talking about here? Like when you see a gang of cats, like, is it like five, it's, six? So it's always like three at a time. Okay. There's, uh, I mean, so there's got to be 12 plus cats around the place. <laughs> and <laughs> I am not over exaggerating. So I've, I've been taking video and documenting this whole thing, but... We reached out to our friend Simone from Windsor. She actually, I think, used to work at your apartment complex, Tanner. Really? Um, and she said it's generally not allowed to let your cats roam free, but people do it anyways because you never know whose cats whose. Right. Um, she said they normally don't have collars on, so you can't really know. Uh, she did suggest do not approach the cats because they're sketchy animals. And you'll be messing with their turf war. <laughs> Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown! Jennifer from Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Oh my gosh, I'm so ready. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Jennifer, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay, sounds good. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Yes, I've been waiting for my chance to do this. Amber, I know you have a lot of wins. Today's not going to be one of them. Oh! Boom! Well rehearsed. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Half a, best talk yet. half a point bonus rewarded. Jan- Jennifer, you scared Amber out of the studio. Here's question number one. <laughs> Apple and their services went down yesterday. What is the latest iPhone model? Is it A, the iPhone XL, B, iPhone 13, or C, iPhone 11? Let's go with 13. That is correct. Here's question number two. Eric Church recently performed in Green Bay, where a fan bought him ownership shares for their NFL team. Name that NFL team. Oh, God. Football questions. Um, okay. Um, Green Bay Packers. That is correct. Here's question number three. Ben Stiller is in talks to star in a stage production of The Shining, starring as Jack Torrance, the lead character. Which actor plays this famous character in the movie? Oh, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. That is correct. Here's question number four. Luke Combs says that he was once rejected by The Voice. Which country star is a judge on NBC's The Voice? Blake Shelton. That is correct. And here's question number five. Beyonce is in talks to perform at the Academy Awards. What is Beyonce's nickname? Is it A, Queen B, B, Bay, or C, B? Ooh, I'm going to go with Bay. That is incorrect. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Okay. Amber Jennifer from Santa Rosa got four out of five today. Wow. 
Wow, you did really excellent. Here's question number one, Amber. Apple and their services went down yesterday. What is the latest iPhone model? Is it A, the iPhone XL, B, iPhone 13, or C, iPhone 11? I think it's the 13. That is correct. Jennifer from Santa Rosa also got that correct. Amber, the score is one to one. Here's question number two. Eric Church recently performed in Green Bay where a fan bought him ownership shares for their NFL team. Amber, name that NFL team. Packers. That is correct. Jennifer from Santa Rosa also got that correct. Two to two is the score. Question number three. Ben Stiller is in talks to star in a stage production of The Shining, starring as Jack Torrance, the lead character. Amber, which actor plays this famous character in the movie? Jack Nicholson. That is correct. Jennifer from Santa Rosa also got that correct. Three to three is the score. Question number four. Luke Combs says that he was once rejected by The Voice. Which country star is a judge on NBC's The Voice? Blake Shelton. That is correct. Jennifer from Santa Rosa also got that correct. Four to four is a score. And it all comes down to this one question because if you remember, Jennifer did talk smack. So she has four and a half out of five. Oh, no. Are you ready? Oh, no. Yes. Jennifer, are you ready? Yes. Question five. Beyonce is in talks to perform at the Academy Awards. What is Beyonce's nickname? Is it A, Queen B, B, Bay, or C, B? Uh, Queen B. Jennifer from Santa Rosa, I am so sorry. Amber, that is correct. Jennifer, you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. Oh, sorry. Good job, Amber. I don't know why I started clapping. You're clapping for yourself. You're excited. I'm clapping for you, too. Uh, congratulations, Jennifer, because even though you're not the champion, we're still giving you those tickets to see Dirks Bentley. That's why I'm clapping. Thank you. <laughs> the Beers on Me tour is coming to the Conquer Pavilion July 28th. Tickets on sale Friday, LiveNation.com, 10 a.m. But, Jennifer, you did lose. You got to say the phrase. I lost. I am not wicked smarter than Amber. But you're going to see Dirks Bentley for free. Thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning, 92.9. You know, I do think there are a lot of benefits to going back in the office, you know, during the pandemic, it was shut down, everyone was working from home. But if we're all being honest with each other, and I think we are, reuniting with those insufferable coworkers is not a benefit. <laughs> Because we all got some coworkers that drive us a little crazy. Yeah, it's only natural. We it, spend so many time with our coworkers. Yeah. Of course, they're gonna drive us a little crazy. It's nothing personal. You're just really, really annoying <laughs> other people. I'm um, just kidding. So there is actually this thread online where people are talking about the things that their coworkers do that drive them nuts, and we're gonna share some of the highlights with you. At number five, strange eating habits like eating popcorn with a spoon. I'm just going to pause on that for a second and try to figure out if I've seen anyone do that ever. I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that. I think a better example would be like microwaving fish, (laughs) you know? Um, Next on the list is non-stop talking about their pets, especially cats. And number three, using speakerphone for personal calls. No, we're not going to roll right over that one, Tanner. What are you talking (laughs) about? I had to set boundaries with Tanner when we first started working together about how often he talked about his cats. When's the last time I talked about my cats? I, that's why I set the boundaries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every day it was like, hey, you want to see this picture? But I do the same thing with my dog. So, mm-hmm. um, and Number two, sipping beverages loudly, which annoys Tanner. <coughs> Amber. <laughs> and the food. <coughs> Excuse me. I got this cough. I don't know what's going on with. Are you upset because I talked about the cats? No. <laughs> maybe. 
And number one, <laughs> the top thing that drives us nuts about our coworkers, when they schedule a meeting, and then at the meeting, they ask what the meeting should be about. <laughs> that happens to us all the time. At least you get invited to meetings. That's true. I don't even get invited to meetings I'm in. <laughs> Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking.